Welcome back to the Morning Kick Podcast. This is a replay episode from the live YouTube, Facebook and LinkedIn show produced by Excite Media. We encourage you if you're looking at digital marketing, website design, to contact us via excitemedia.com.au. Now let's revisit one of our earlier programs and join our guest. Well, good morning, Kickstarters. Welcome back to the Morning Kick for Thursday. Hey, this is going to be a really good episode, particularly if you've ever considered doing some advertising on Facebook. And considering right across Australia, around about 67% of Aussies are spending daily serious time, whether it's on their device or their computers, scrolling through Facebook. Great opportunity for you to get in front of that audience. And today we're going to invite onto the show one of the specialists at XI Media. This is James Hotto Hodson, James is our performance media specialist. James, thanks for joining us on the Morning Kick this morning. Thanks for having me on, Andrew. Hey, it was really good to be able to um, invite you on the show and look at this whole area of paid traffic. I often use the analogy that if you're at Disneyland, you can wait a long time in the queue trying to get on the ride, and that's kind of like trying to wait for your keywords to rank on Google or you can pay for one of those fast passes and you can go right to the front of the queue. And that's kind of what we do with paid traffic. But I thought, let's get an expert in. Can you give us a bit of an introduction? What is this paid traffic or what some people call PPC? So PPC is a model of advertising where you pay per click. So essentially, whenever anybody clicks on your ad, you are charged by either Google or Facebook or LinkedIn um, for that opportunity. And that's pretty much the crux of paid traffic. So it's pretty much like turning a tap on to a degree. Now, one of the most common questions that I get when people ask about it, they've heard about Google ads, they've heard about Facebook and even LinkedIn having ads. They're concerned about how much it costs. Can you give us an idea of how the, the actual clicks are worked out? Like, do I know when I start how much it's going to cost me? So that's a great question. Uh, from a Facebook perspective, we have a rough idea about how much inventory costs. But depending on how good your ad performs from a CTR perspective will determine how much it costs for the click. So generally, when getting started, we will have a rough idea. Um, and then as the campaign gets going, we'll very quickly be able to figure out what it's costing you. But ultimately, we care more about the outcome than the click. So even if a click costs $20, $30, if that results in a business outcome worth you know, thousands, and that is... Uh, that is a click well worth clicking um, having. So, yeah, cost per click is a good metric to determine how well your campaign's going. But at Excite, we generally look at the outcome to see how we're going from there. So let's have a talk about some of the different options. Um, can you just give us a, a brief understanding about the difference between Facebook and Google in terms of where you might use those two ideas? And then we'll spend a bit more time on Facebook today. Yeah, absolutely. So. Google is different from Facebook in the perspective that you're essentially putting your business in front of someone that's searching for an answer. So they've gone to Google and they've typed in some keywords, and then you get to choose specifically what kind of keywords you want to show for. So the user is in the mindset of looking for an answer. 
Facebook is a little bit different. Facebook is part of a disruptive advertising model. Therefore, you're intercepting someone's attention throughout their day, um, particularly with some sort of creative or anything like that to get their attention. So how this plays out in terms of a campaign performance perspective is typically you see a lot higher click-through rates, people clicking on Google ads versus Facebook. Like a really good Facebook ad might only convert 3% of everyone that sees the ad. And that's just because of the context in which it's being shown. So I guess it's really important to understand your market and who you're trying to reach. Is that one of the benefits of Facebook, being able to talk to just the right person? I would actually say that Google is probably better from that. But where Facebook is better from the perspective is that Facebook's AI is extremely powerful in terms of I think Facebook has the most powerful human behavior prediction AI on the planet. So if you feed Facebook the necessary data and targeting that you want, Facebook will go and find your customers over time. So from a Google perspective, you, you know the context in which your ad is showing. You know that someone searched in XYZ and they go to a SERP page, like a search engine listing page, and you know exactly who you're up against and what you're targeting. Facebook, you're up against every little bit of content on their feed. So the benefit of Facebook though, is that it's AI and Facebook has the most complete data set on your customers in the world. So when you go with Facebook, that's what you're leveraging. If you don't have the own data and your customers, Facebook does. So you're essentially paying for the opportunity to leverage that. And I guess that's the common um, concern of most business owners is that whether it's a retail shop or the people that are surfing on their online store, they kind of think they know who the customers are because I've kind of seen them wandering down the aisles, but we really don't know their full profile, age, interests, um, you know, where they live, et cetera, unless we ask them a lot of questions. I guess Facebook's done a lot of the hard work for us. Yeah, it has. And its AI has gotten a lot better over the last couple of years. However, that being said, we still start all campaigns with some, with some foundational questions, mainly from a ad copy perspective. So as mentioned, you only get about two to 3% of the people that you show your ad to, to actually get the click. So in a way, the foundational questions of who your customer is, what their pain points are, you know, why they should buy your product, all that kind of stuff is really more geared towards around um, the copy and getting people to click. From a targeting perspective, we definitely do utilize some of that information. However, more often than not these days, we're often requesting a customer list or we're trying to get the Facebook pixel on your website prior, well prior to us starting a campaign so that the AI starts to learn who your customers might be. Now, we're using a few terms that people may not have heard of before. So AI, if you haven't heard, artificial intelligence, it's basically the Facebook computers doing the thinking for you. But you've mentioned Facebook Pixel going onto a website. What's that and how does it work? So Facebook Pixel is essentially Facebook's listening device for the internet. So essentially, there's a value exchange between businesses and Facebook. Businesses will install the Pixel on their website which means to put this listening device on the website. In exchange for putting the listening device on the website, you're then able to leverage Facebook's database. So when a user comes to your website, the pixel will listen and see who they are and match them to their Facebook profile, enabling you to essentially build lists of everyone who's been to your website, um, 
and you can even get more granular. So if they've engaged with a bit of content, et cetera, et cetera. And what this enables you to do is to take these lists of people and then target them directly on Facebook. Um, and a more advanced uh, use for a pixel is that you can then take um, everyone that might have become a customer in the past 180 days per se, and then you can go and tell Facebook to go and find you know, the closest 1% of people to this. So you can, current, you can leverage all your current customers and get Facebook to start to learn who they are, and you can use that for targeting. So you don't even need to necessarily understand in depth what their interests are, even though I highly recommend it from a copy perspective. But yeah, that's what the pixel opens up. So it's a value exchange between Facebook and uh, website owners. Website owners put it on there, right. so they can then use it for targeting, and Facebook obviously gets to use the data. There's some really good stuff there and obviously a lot to learn. Now, I guess there's some areas where we need Excite Media's expertise to be able to help us do these campaigns, get it right. You've mentioned the copy and setting up the campaigns. What's something that the business owner can do that makes them better prepared to start advertising online and particularly to start advertising in Facebook? I think often the thing that I try and figure out the most when talking to business owners is what makes their product or service different from the competitors. Because when it comes down to running ads, you're not just competing with other people in your industry if they are running ads on Facebook. You're actually competing with every bit of content on someone's feed. So not only do we have to make the ad extremely appealing, but we also have to make it appeal to the right person and trigger that need or want to leave Facebook to go and look at your product or service. So that, that hook, that what makes your product different, that pain point that you're addressing that you solve for someone is the most important thing for owners to have defined. Um, following on from that, you know, there's our, the other basic steps, as mentioned, making sure that you've got the pixel on your website as early as possible. Even if you aren't necessarily ready to do Facebook right away, it's, it is an asset. You essentially are storing all of your visitors' information onto a data warehouse on Facebook, ready to go for whenever you want to use it. So number one, I would say it's about understanding the pain point or what you're trying to solve and what's the hook for your product so that at Excite Media, we can then take that and leverage that to get people to click on the ads and convert and do the outcome we want. And secondarily, I would say would be get the pixel on your website, even if you aren't ready to do Facebook right away. James, let's have a talk about some of the, the types of customers that are ideally suited for actually doing advertising on Facebook. Um, can you give us a couple of examples that you've seen where it just worked? It was the right audience, it was the right business, it was the right product or offer, and you just saw it take off. Maybe um, a couple of examples that we can think of industry-wise or business-wise. Absolutely. So as you mentioned earlier on, 17 million, so about two thirds of Australians are on Facebook. So 17 million Australians are using Facebook daily. So from that perspective, I nearly think Facebook can work in most circumstances. However, where I've seen it work the best is really on a B2C aspect. So um, business to customer, consumer. And examples would be, I'll give you a unique example of one that I was quite surprised about recently, which is in the healthcare industry. So we were, we were selling items that were to help users with mobility. So the target audience for that was about, I'd say 50, 65 plus people that had lost independence and were using um, like mobility scooters, et cetera, to 
improve their mobility in their life. So the assumption that a lot of people have is that the older generation is not on Facebook. That could not be more wrong in this instance. We use Facebook to promote you know, product ads and then also some testimonial ads for this healthcare worker and I would, for healthcare business, sorry. And I would say that more than half <clears throat> of the inquiries that came through were from people age 65 plus. So that's probably an example of uh, one recently where I guess it really ticked for me that, you know, everybody uses Facebook. Uh, and what I mean, everybody, like anybody that, any platform that has about 70% of the population on it is, is doing really well. So from the perspective of who should use Facebook, I would say nearly all businesses could use Facebook to some degree. Uh, it definitely works better from a B to C perspective. So business to consumer. However, you can also use it from a B2B perspective as well. There's been some recent examples where we've used that. Uh, while the targeting is not as strong from like targeting people with you know job titles and everything like that, if you train the Facebook AI to learn who your customer is, it will be able to match data points that you wouldn't even think of. So from that perspective, I'd say B2C is where it works best, but it nearly can work in all circumstances at the moment. As mentioned, Facebook has the most complete database on Australians to date. So because of that, that literally means that you can test nearly any kind of business on Facebook to see how effective it might be. I would recommend it actually, because you just might, you just never know what might take off and what might convert really well. It's interesting when you think about the fact that a few years gone by, if you wanted to reach an audience, you might've bought a mailing list and that mailing list would have cost you so many hundreds of dollars per thousand people to get those names. And it's almost like Facebook is saying, actually, we've got the list. We actually know the profile of the list. And if you work with us and give us information that you've got together, we can actually get you in front of the right people. So a great tool to be had. Um, have you seen another success um, story that you can think of that's worked recently? Absolutely. So another one would be security doors. So, and just the home improvement niche in general, to be honest, especially this year with COVID, the home improvement niche has been going absolutely nuts on Facebook. And I think that's because consumers are at home, um, have been at home more this year, therefore their home is more important as in how it looks, how it presents and everything like that. So another example would be security doors. Uh, we've been driving leads for this, for this customer, client, sorry, of ours for about five to $10 per lead for a That's ticket incredible. item that is, you know, the ROI in that is huge. So, but we're leveraging the need for people to want to improve their homes. And, you know, the ads have that, we're really showing really good looking products in situ and that's getting people to stop swiping. And then our copy is then taking them onto the website and then the website is then converting them. Um, but the other example would be yeah, security doors lately getting leads for about 5 to $10. James, one of the things I've seen as I talk to small business owners is that often they have a go at doing Facebook ads themselves or they have a go at doing Google ads themselves and they come away very disillusioned. They say, it doesn't work or I wasted a lot of money. My credit card was just going mad with money going out the door and no results. 
Um, I think one of the biggest problems is they set and forget and don't fine-tune their campaigns. And that's something, obviously, we take an interest in is getting better results. What are some of the things that Excite Media is going to do for a client that a client may not be able to do for themselves to improve those results? Well, from my perspective, the decision to use an agency like Excite Media and us is that you're improving your chances of the campaign working. And it's like... It's like if you were to invest your money in the stock market yourself, you can succeed, absolutely. However, if you were to go with a, a hedge fund or a, a fund manager that her job is to day in, day out, live in these markets, you're going to have a lot greater chance of success. The same as um, the decision to go with an agency like us for Facebook. You know, we're in the platform day in, day out. We're working across different industries, different niches. We're working across different audiences, so we get to see what works and what doesn't work. And that's really the power of a point in agency. And what we do at Excite here from an optimization perspective is that we're regularly looking at ad performance. We're regularly looking at how users are then uh, acting and performing on your website. And we also have a fair few strategies involved to get as much data into Facebook as possible to leverage the AI. So whenever doing a Facebook campaign, it's always an ongoing, it's an ongoing project. See, back in the day with media, uh, in the Mad Men days, and probably not too long ago, maybe 20 years ago, with TV campaigns, billboards, and everything like that, all the work was front-loaded. So you do all the profiling and targeting, you have your relationships with the media companies, you buy the media, and then you're done. There's, not, there's nothing else left to be done after that. However, in the day of digital and Facebook, you know, you do all this work up front, getting the ads ready, getting your target audience, understanding your target audience and what will make it work. And then you press publish, run, and then it's an ongoing project from there. It's really a game of incremental wins, just improving things as you go along. So testing ad copy is probably a great example. You know, we quite often will test different headlines, different um, different copy, uh, not just from a slight variation perspective, but from, you know, does emotional copy work better than, you know, product-led copy? Does an active call to action work better than a passive call to action? And the truth be told, it varies depending on who your audience is and the industry that you're in. So that would, that would be the main reason I'd say that you go and work with an agency is that we just have breadth of experience across industries and we're working in this day in, day out. It's not to say that you can't succeed doing it by yourself, it's just that you have a higher probability of succeeding if you work with an agency like us. Some great advice there. And I think you're right about those incremental changes. Uh, the old days, if you were printing an ad, or you may remember when Yellow Pages, you printed it for the year. And if you got anything wrong, that's it. You're waiting until next year before you can make a change. The great thing mm -hmm. about working with an agency and experts like James is that they are looking at things day in, day out, to be able to make those incremental changes. And you know what it's like if you are actually trying to point towards true north and the wind blows you off a little bit, it can only be a few degrees and you're heading in the wrong direction. So working with somebody like an agency can make sure that you pull yourself back to get on track. James, it's been fantastic to have your expertise on the morning kick this morning. And if anybody would like to know more about the team at Excite Media, then I encourage you to go along to our website. James, I'm going to ask you a question in just a moment about your profile. So if you're ever on the excitemedia.com.au website, which you can find here, then nice and easy, you can also go to our team page and meet the team.
And on that page, you'll see all of our amazing profiles. And this is where James is listed amongst all of the team that work at Excite. James, tell us about this profile shot. What exactly are you reading here? Uh, so that's a, that's a book called The Name of the Wind by Patrick Rothfuss. Uh, because you know, the industry that we work in is so fast-paced and quite stressful, one of the ways that I like to wind, di- wind down at the end of the day is by reading fantasy. So that is one of my favourite books, The Name of the Wind. I would highly recommend it. He, Patrick is an amazing writer and has a really unique writing style. So, yeah, when asked to kind of think of what, you know, what's something that I really like, that's the first thing that came to mind. Absolutely brilliant. Well, it's been great to have you on the show, and I'm going to get you back. Um, we'll try and get a booking in where we can talk more about Google in the coming weeks or months. So watch out for that. And listen, if you've enjoyed today and what James has had to offer, I'd encourage you to share this video. Well, we're going to be back next week with a very interesting guest, and that is because we're going to be talking to the oldest Excite Media staff member. Now, I actually thought I was the oldest Excite Media staff member, but we're going to find out about the guy that's been there the longest. Listen, if you want to know more about what Excite Media can do for you, including websites, paid traffic that we've spoken about before, lead generation, search engine optimization, do go along and have a look at excitemedia.com.au, and we'd love to be able to have a talk to you. We can introduce you to the specialists who make a difference in our clients' businesses. Look forward to talking to you next Thursday when we find out about the history and also we'll have a look at the future of Excite Media.